0: What's up everyone? Welcome to the Wolves of Investing podcast. This podcast was originally aired as a video on the Wolves of Investing YouTube channel. As always, we are not financial advisors. This content is based on opinions presented as is without warranty for entertainment purposes only. This is not financial nor any other kind of professional advice. Investments in securities involve risk of loss. Past performance is not indicative of future results. This is not a securities offering. Please seek advice from a professional before making any financial decisions. The S&P 500 temporarily entered into bear market territory intraday on Friday. A bear market defined as a drop to 20% below its all-time highs, on average happens around every six years. In this video, I'm first gonna go over some key S&P 500 bear market stats dating back to 1872, Second, I'm going to take a look at the same stats starting from 1950 to exclude data from the Great Depression. Third, I'm going to take a look at the 10-year returns of the S&P 500 with dividends reinvested going back to 1950. And finally, I'm going to go over my game plan for some of my long-term stock investments. All this right after. I am not a financial advisor. This video is for entertainment purposes only. Learn to invest like a wolf at your own risk. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to my channel, Wolves of Investing. My name is Donning Witten, and I'm the founder of Wolves of Investing. If you're new, I talk about SPACs, stocks, Bitcoin, options, and anything on my mind related to investing. If you wanna learn how to achieve financial freedom through investing, be sure to click on that subscribe button and notification bell if you haven't yet. And please remember to drop a like on this video if you enjoy it as it truly helps out the channel. So without further ado, let's get right into it. So first off, to make sure we're on the same page, I'm defining a bear market as 20% down from all time highs, even if it's intraday others require the index closing price to be down 20 percent second i'm making an exception for the great depression instead of calling the great depression one huge bear market that lasted from 1929 to 1954 i'm calling it three bear markets with one starting in 1929 1937 and 1946 third S&P 500 didn't start having 500 stocks until 1957. So even though I have data going back to 1872, anything before 1957 is theoretical data that I have from charts on TradingView. Fourth, in the first part of this video, I'm going over S&P 500 stats that do not include dividends. If I were to include dividends, the return of the S&P 500 in various timeframes may have been a lot better. All right, so now that we're on the same page, going back 150 years to 1872, there have been 21 bear markets. That's an average of one bear market every seven years. The average bear market drop from peak to trough was 37.6%. The median drop was 36.5%. The minimum drop was 20.1% in 1990, and the maximum was 72.4% starting in 1929 at the start of the Great Depression. The average time it took to reach a low was 26 months. The median time was 17 months. The minimum time it took to make a low was one month in the pandemic of 2020. The maximum time it took was 130 months in the bear market that started all the way back in 1881 The average bear market lasted 60 months the median was 30 months the minimum was four months which started in 1998 and the maximum was 229 months or 19 years which was the great depression many investors exclude the great depression when looking at stats to develop their long-term strategy the reasoning is that the economy and market structure today is much more resilient than it was during the great depression So in theory, another Great Depression would be highly unlikely. So let's take a look at the stats again, but start from 1950 instead of 1872. All right, so going back 72 years to 1950, there have been 13 bear markets. That's an average of one bear market every five and a half years. The average bear market drop from peak to trough was 34%. The median drop was 32.4%. The minimum drop was 20.1% in 1990 and the maximum was 57.7% in the Great Recession that started in 2007. The average time it took to reach a low was 12 months. The median time was 10 months. The minimum time it took to make a low was one month in the pandemic of 2020. The maximum time it took was 31 months in the dot-com bubble bursting that started in 2000. The average bear market lasted 37 months. The median was 24 months. The minimum was four months, which started in 1998. And the maximum was 90 months, which started in 1973 and was associated with high inflation. So if I rely on the median data from the post-Great Depression era, I would expect this current bear market to find a low by the end of this year. If I use the dot-com busts 31 months as the worst case, I would expect the market to almost certainly find a low by the end of 2024. In my opinion, there would have to be even more massive geopolitical supply chain and inflation issues for that situation to occur. And I don't think we're quite there yet. In terms of how low will this bear market go? I'd expect a drop of around 30% before it's all said and done based on the median drop of 32.4%. All right, so now that we've looked at the pre-dividend bear market stats of the S&P 500, let's put things into perspective and look at the 10-year returns of the S&P 500 after dividends, going back to 1950. The maximum 10-year return of the S&P 500 with dividends reinvested was 454%, or 16.3% annualized. That happened from 1989 to 1998, leading up to the dot-com bubble. The lowest 10-year return was negative 11.1%, which occurred from 1999 to 2008, from the dot-com bubble to the Great Financial Crisis. The average 10-year return was 192%, or 6.7% annualized, and the median return was 179.6%, or 6% annualized. There were only two times in the post-Great Depression era that the 10-year return was negative. Both happened in the Great Recession in the period ending in 2008 and 2009. And if an investor were unlucky enough to experience those negative returns, all they would have had to do was wait at least four years and they would have been able to double their initial investment. So what all this data tells me is that long-term investors with at least 10 years to invest are usually rewarded pretty well by the S&P 500. And for more conservative investors, they should probably give themselves at least 14 years to invest in the S&P 500. So what is my game plan? For me, even though I mostly invest in individual stocks, I do have an index fund. Through my 401k that's invested in the russell 1000 with around $47,000 in it if this bear market continues i just plan to keep dollar cost averaging and if possible try to get even more aggressive for my individual stocks many of them are not as correlated with the s p 500 so i just plan to average in on my highest conviction holdings and pick up some of the highest conviction stocks on my watch list, if they fall hard enough. Not counting my emergency fund, I do have some investable sideline cash that I've been waiting for a bear market to deploy. So in my opinion, it's time to start deploying at least some of that cash. All right, so thank you for making it to the end of my video. If you want more insights into my portfolios, or if you just wanna support the channel, check out my Patreon. A link is in the video description and as always a huge thank you to the awesome patrons that have already joined and also be sure to check out my free discord to talk about SPACs, bitcoin stocks and other investments with other members of the wolves of investing community a link is also in the video description all right so let me know what you think about the current state of the stock market drop me a line in the comments be sure to leave a like on this video before leaving thanks for watching and i will see you next time